0: All right, all you college students, we are we're here for you. We're here to give you wisdom so you can thrive in college. We're doing everything that we can, okay, uh, to help you be successful in college. And today is a day for, it's a great topic, mm-hmm. a little bit of a soapbox, but, you know, preachers got to preach. The, the topic for today is that college is for adults, not kids. Yeah. And I think this is a big mistake. I actually made this mistake recently. In our members meeting, I was like, oh, the kids are going to return soon. And I was like, no, ah, no, (laughs) Cody would be so upset with me. They're not kids. They're adults. Yeah. But I mean, college has sort of become this place where it's like acceptable to basically live in between Mm -hmm. childhood and adulthood. Like we invented this term a while back adolescence, right? Like that you can actually have this stage where you're not quite an adult, but you're not quite a kid. And we've been encouraging people to live more and more like a child for longer and longer. Yeah. And so, yeah, kind of the, the thrust of this video is essentially, no, if you're in college, you're called to be an adult.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, this might come as a shock, but uh, force fields aren't real. Whoa. Yeah, force fields aren't real, okay?
0: Don't tell my kids.
1: <laughs> you, if you're in college, you don't have a magical force field around you protecting you from the consequences of your actions. Like you're an adult and the decisions that you make have consequences, even if people aren't willing to tell you that that is true.
0: Yeah, that's good, that's good. So it's important to be thinking intentionally, Mm -hmm. and as we've said many times, these four years, for some of you five or six, that you're in college, are the most important, most formative years (laughs) of your life. So, how you live now, the the disciplines that you're building, if you're seeking God or if you're seeking to live for yourself, these things will determine the entire course of your life. Very, very often, yeah. And I'll, or they'll set patterns that are very hard to reverse. Right? Mm-hmm. Many people come to faith later in life, but they have to undo so many things that were done in their youth, yeah. And so, I want to guard you from those sins of the of your youth that can that can uh, set a pattern for a long time to come. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about what it means to be an adult. What are we talking about here? We're not simply talking about, a, uh, you know, reaching an age of maturity, right, living so many years. There's many people that are that are much older than you even that are not yet adults. Yeah. So let's talk about some of these principles of what it means to be an adult.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the first step to becoming an adult is getting your own Costco card.
0: That is huge. Like,
1: for sure. That's stage one. Yeah. All right.
0: That oh, is shit. huge.
1: No, the first, the first thing here, I think, is that adults take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this is... An obvious mark of an adult because it's something that children so plainly don't do. The second that uh, a kid realizes that there's some mistake has been made or they've been found out about something wrong that they've done, what is the first thing that they do?
0: Deny, blame, <laughs> excuse. Yeah,
1: probably a combination yeah. of all of those. And it's anything that they can do to shed the responsibility. Yeah, That's what a child does. That's not what an adult does. An yep. adult takes responsibility.
0: That's awesome. So so if you're an adult, if you're in college, you are now an adult, um, you need to live like an adult and you need to develop self-control. Yeah, right? you, need to, you need to determine, okay, what actions should I be taking and which actions should I not be taking? Mm-hmm. I think of Titus 2, 11 through 12, right? it says, For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, Training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in the present age so uh, Being saved by Jesus right means that you yes, you've been forgiven you've been given grace But you're also called now to live differently denying certain things and embracing certain things. Mm -hmm. So Take responsibility. What kind of a life are you going to lead? Who do you want to become? Yeah. Right. And every single day when you make these choices, you're casting a vote for your future self. Yes. And so take seriously the things that you're you're doing. Now, with that, I think is paired the the second principle, which is that adults know their actions have consequences. Yeah. So take responsibility first, but also know that the things you do have consequences. Mm -hmm. So, as you said, no no magical force field. No force fields. (laughs) (laughs) But. You're going, to be, you're going to be tempted to do a lot of things in college that will seem to have no harm. Mm-hmm. Remember the first lie ever told? The first lie in Scripture, right? Genesis 3. I've, I don't know the verse off my head. Genesis 3, 3, I think. But it's, you shall not surely die, mm-hmm. right? When the serpent says, "Do disobey God and you won't die. In other words, the thing that God said would happen to you is not going to happen to you. So the first lie was to deny God's judgment, to deny any consequences for your sin. Yeah. And guess what? It was a lie. So yeah. <laughs> that's not what happened, right?
1: And, and it's the same lie that it's so easy for really any of us to buy into now is that if there's no immediate negative consequence, there is no consequence. Mm-hmm. But that's just not true. That's not, that's not how life works. And I think it's definitely maybe easier to buy into now because there's so many short feedback loops in so many areas of life. Yeah. And you know, you hit the microwave and your food is cooked in 30 seconds or a minute. And we're used to that in the positive and in the negative. And so we think, Oh, if there's not an immediate negative consequence, I got away with it. Yeah. And that's the opposite of fearing God. What we know in Proverbs that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom so yeah. if you want to grow in wisdom, if you want to mature and become uh, an adult, be, start acting more like an adult, you got to learn to fear God and take Him seriously in your day-to-day life and the day-to-day, moment-to-moment decisions that you're making.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's great. So know your actions have consequences. I also really like, you know, yes, the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom in Proverbs 1, but in Proverbs 4, mm-hmm. the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So get get wise. I love it just how simple that is. so good, yeah. Like, you want to be wise, be wise. Mm -hmm. Stop being stupid. Yes. So so know your actions have consequences. That was full of reminders of this. Yes. And, yeah, again, there's going to be things that you're you're tempted with that will have the promise of no consequences, right? Partying, um, drugs, sex, whatever it might be we're told so often in our world today that they don't have consequences.
1: Or maybe even that there's bad consequences. If you don't yeah, do them. that's, true. Like, that's a really bold faced life flying in the face of what God says.
0: Yeah. Oh no, someone won't like you. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> the world will end, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to, I mean, not just the obvious, you know, when you're partying, when you're drunk and you're out of your mind, you you can make some life altering decisions, mm-hmm. right? Not to mention, you know, having sex, having a kid, whatever it might be, or, someone has an abortion and kills a child. Yeah. But just the kind of person you're becoming through these actions, Mm -hmm. just the slow erosion of character and the building up of habits that will be terrible, terribly difficult to reverse later on in life. Mm -hmm. These sins have consequences. And so whatever you can do now to flee from those is, is going to be so good. It's so wise. The Bible speaks to this, right? Get yourself, flee from danger, right? Be prudent and flee from danger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Galatians six seven right says, "Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Mm-hmm. For whatever one sows, that will he also reap." So God's not going to be mocked and and you know said that there's no judgment, there's no consequences. No, instead there's a principle here of cause and effect that what you sow, meaning the actions that you do now, are seeds being sown that have future results. You're mm-hmm. going to reap what you've sown is the principle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I oftentimes think about it like do the, the, all it takes to be miles away from the destination I was hoping to get to a few years down the road is getting one degree off right now. Mm-hmm. If I get one degree off in my trajectory and like after a couple of years, I'm going to be a world away from where I was hoping to be or where it got, you know, God would like me to be in my life yeah. as a consequence of these, you know, somewhat small decisions. At least that's, what we like to believe
0: um, in the moment yeah exactly and if i mean the 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 principle of compounding interest kind of a different uh, uh, outlook on that but like if if when we were five years old you know we had taken the 20 bucks we spent at toys r us and put it Mm -hmm. in apple stock right (laughs) the the compounding interest would it would have been thousands of dollars today Mm -hmm. um, or bitcoin or something like that right so that compounding interest the more time you have the more of an impact those early investments are going to have yeah the more fruit that you will see from it so in other words it's smart to invest as young as possible and in terms of biblically speaking it's it's important to invest your actions and your right the, the course of your life as early as possible because mm-hmm. it's going to bear fruit yeah. for decades yeah, gener- It's a, it's decades a positive to come. thing yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. so your actions have consequences you want to be an adult no, your actions have consequences. Yeah. And you got to mention Proverbs six twenty
1: seven. Yeah, yeah. Proverbs six twenty seven. 27. Uh, I love this verse. It says, can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned?" Yeah. Can he? <laughs> no. No, obviously not. It's a hilarious verse that just points out how common sense a lot of these things are if we're willing to think about them with a sober mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you also brought to mind... uh you know just kind of the, the whole idea of like i can do something and it won't affect me that the natural consequence won't happen yeah but often like when we do that we get mad at god oh yeah we go oh my my life's a wreck like god must not be real mm-hmm. uh, proverbs 19 3 right says a man's folly brings his way to ruin yeah and his heart rages against the lord yeah. so you do something stupid you reap the consequences for it because that's cause and effect and then you go Psh. There can't be a God. God doesn't love me. It's like, no, God God loves you to show you in this temporary time the disastrous consequences of your sin. Mm-hmm. So embrace that, turn from the sin, mm-hmm. right? And seek God and he'll reward you, right? He will give you life if you seek after him.
1: Yeah. But sin is deceptive. I mean, it's oh, yeah. it's scary easy to do that. Which is why, I mean, a practical way to try to apply this to your life is get some people in your life who are love you enough to call you out and then listen to them when they do. When they do.
0: Yeah, that's great.
1: Because sin is inherently deceptive, and it, it, it's tricky.
0: Yeah. We, we could add a principle here of adults seek wisdom from others. Right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would be, be a great principle to add, yeah. that, um, that the ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among mm-hmm. the wise, as yes. the Proverbs say. So, in other words, if you're listening to hard things, that wise people will tell you, mm-hmm. then you're going to be wise yourself. So surround yourself with those kinds of people, learn from them. A fool and a child will surround themselves with other children so they can hear affirmation and what they want to hear. Yeah. But a, an adult, a wise person will seek after wisdom.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: Let's go to the next principle, cool. which is that adults learn from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think about that? We want to share about that.
1: Yeah, uh, so with this one, um, there's the famous quote that's, usually attributed to Einstein but then like people online hate that it's attributed to Einstein apparently <laughs> but
0: somebody said this one time GK Chesterton he he gets all the quotes that no know one knows where they came from <laughs>
1: perfect okay so Chesterton Chesterton said uh insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results yeah and i think this also it goes into that same theme of that sin is deceptive and so the enemy wants us to misattribute where the consequences come from. So becoming an adult, learning to be mature and fear of God, is learning to accurately connect the dots between our decisions, our actions, and the consequences that they bring. So that means that when you do mess up, like you get up you fess up Hmm. and then you like move on you 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 keep going and you learn from that and you don't just stay on the ground but you also don't keep tripping over the same rock over and over
0: (laughs) that's great that's great and so yeah so many times we we just kind of have this mindset of like well it just hasn't hasn't been tried enough right or like (laughs) yeah i I need to reminds me of a quote i heard from uh denny burke who's a pastor out in louisville he said uh this is a tweet of his he said seven things every kid needs to hear i love you i'm proud of you i'm sorry i forgive you i'm listening communism has failed every time (laughs) it was tried (laughs) You've got what it takes, uh, <laughs> right? But we, that's kind of the excuse that people will have for socialism and communism is like, well, yeah, it, it did lead to the murder of tens of millions of people before, mm-hmm. but I mean, we just got to try it, try harder. You know, yeah. we got to communism harder. So anyway, that's just a plug for anti-communism. Great, love it. love it, um, love <laughs> it. And well,
1: hey, that leads great into a Proverbs twenty-six, eleven. Right? Oh,
0: that's that's a great one.
1: Like a dog return, like a dog that returns to his vomit, is a fool who repeats. Is folly.
0: That's great.
1: Yeah. Don't return to the vomit. Right. <laughs> communism doesn't up. work. No, it's not. The <laughs> <way>. <laughs> you throw it up.
0: Uh, that the dog does. And then yeah. it's like, was it really that bad? Like, uh-huh. There's probably some good stuff in there, right? But yeah. Oh. It's such a visceral image. I love that so much. Yeah. That's what it means to go back to your folly. It's like, you know the, the shame, you know mm-hmm. the the uh, disgust, whatever it might be, mm-hmm. after you did that foolish thing and you're willing to go back to it again. Yeah. So seek to learn from your mistakes. And if you failed a thousand times, maybe the thousand and first is the time to learn from it, right? To yeah. stop doing it. So it's never too late to learn until you're, until you're dead. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next principle of being an adult, because again, college is for adults, not kids, which is that adults live to bless, not to take. Yeah. Right? Jesus himself said, Acts chapter 20, right? It is more blessed to give than to receive. And when Paul quoted that, he was saying, we lived this way, right? Mm-hmm. Because Paul was an adult. He was a man. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I lived in a way to not take from you, but to give as much as I could because I believe what Jesus said. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. So you want to know at uh, Christmas time, right? You want to know if you're a child or an adult, <laughs> what's your posture at Christmas? Mm-hmm is it oh i just people just give me stuff and i just sit here and eat food and <laughs> take presents now I'm kind of thinking I'm like i kind of <laughs> do that a little too much at christmas this is kind of hitting close to home but but right when you're a kid it's like you wake up and you go what can i take for myself what can i yeah. get give me give me gimme give mm-hmm. or halloween or whatever mm-hmm. when you're an adult and you have this posture of oh, I actually get it now. I used to think as a kid that adults were kind of suckers, that they just like gave stuff to us <laughs> and we didn't give them anything of value. In yeah. <laughs> but now I see, oh, it's it's a blessing that to see your kids happy, mm. to be able to give to other people, right? Mm-hmm. So what's your posture in terms of your day-to-day life? Do you serve in the church? Gosh, when I was early in college, I came in and it's just like, oh, well, there's of course, there's gonna be a building here and a pastor and air conditioning and all these things. Not thinking at all about Oh no, people sacrificed a lot mm-hmm. in order to give this to me. Mm-hmm. And so over the years in college, as I got a little bit, a little bit older, I started to say, okay, I'm discontent with sitting here and receiving only. I want to also give. I want to start a ministry. I want to engage people. I want to serve the youth. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, because then all of a sudden you can stand up straight and say, I'm I'm actually acting like a man instead of acting like a child. Yeah. So what what any other thoughts on that? What are ways that you can bless and not just take when you're in college?
1: Well, another verse that came to my mind is where, where Paul says, I will most gladly spend and be spent for your souls. Yeah. It wasn't this, like, begrudging thing for him. If you know anything about yeah. the life of the apostle Paul, it's like he did not live an easy life by any stretch of the imagination. But, I mean, he gave of his life uh, gladly because he knew, he was saying it, it was better to give than to receive. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he was mature. He was an adult. And that that affects, um, obviously, our, our spiritual life. But also, practically, our, our day-to-day life, you know? Like, am I, am I serving my roommates? You know, yeah. am, Or do I just complain that I'm the only one who does the dishes? Isn't that funny? Every single roommate thinks they're <laughs> the only one who cleans. I literally had meetings with several roommates within a couple of weeks span, and every single one of them said, I'm so sick of my roommates, I'm the only one who ever cleans, and they give me details about times that they've cleaned, and then it's so messy, and then they know no one else is cleaning, and then the other person is the same thing. I think most people just don't realize how messy they are and how frequently you actually have to clean. That's just reality. You got to clean a lot um, for your place not to be a stye. So, it's, it's
0: true in the workplace too, and in the church. Yeah, of uh, it's it's so easy to underestimate the contributions of other people and to think that you are the only one to have this kind of martyr complex. Mm-hmm. Instead of being joy- even if you were the only one, to be joyful in that and yep. to celebrate that God has empowered you yeah. to be able to not only care for yourself but to care for other people. Yeah, even the set of man came not to be served but to serve and be That's ransom right. for many. That's absolutely right. And I think of what comes to mind for me is Ephesians chapter 4 where it says uh, in verse, what, what verse is it? I think it's twenty. 29, I want to say. No, 28. Ephesians four twenty eight, right? Let the thief no longer steal, but mm-hmm. rather let him labor, doing honest work with his own hands, so that he may have something to share with anyone in need. Mm-hmm. And I bring this up a lot, and you've maybe heard me say it before, but one of my professors in college said, according to this passage, when does a thief stop being a thief? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, is that a trick question? But no, it's not when he stops stealing, but when he starts working so he can start giving. Yeah. That so, in other words, you're called by God to give to others. So a thief doesn't stop being a thief just by stopping the crime. He mm-hmm. needs to change the mindset and then say, I'm, "I'm actually supposed to be a giver to others." Yeah. And so be that kind mm-hmm. of a person that says, "I want to bless. I want to move from a child's closed fist mm-hmm. to an adult's open hand to to be a conduit of God's blessing to other people. Yeah. It's a mark of maturity. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just so many so many people who should be adults live in a way. That's simply to please their own desires and yeah. simply take from the world, so.
1: Which only leads them to ever, like, and I can see this because it's I've lived this out, you know, it's always a temptation for me is to live that way. And in my experience, what happens is it only ever drives me to be more inward focused mm-hmm. because it's never enough. Yep. It's never enough. I can never have enough fun or get enough for myself when I'm inwardly focused.
0: Yep, absolutely. That's good. All right, one last principle for being an adult and not a kid in college is that adults are intentional about their future. Yeah. So uh, adults have a mindset, and that's kind of been addressed in a few of these points, but adults have a mindset to think, okay, I'm building towards something. Mm -hmm. I'm becoming a certain kind of person. Someday I'm going to have a wife or a husband. I'm going to have kids. So how can I become that kind of a person now through my actions? So be looking ahead, thinking about, who has God called me to be and what's ahead. I often, t- when I talk about talk to college students about their education, I remind them that the things you're learning right now are things that you don't know how you're gonna use it, but someday someone might depend on you for that knowledge. Someday your kid might depend on you to keep your job, and it will depend upon whether you're in that freshman intro class you really learned and listened, mm-hmm. right? Um, or in my case, in your case, right, doing ministry, it's like, yeah. Someone might come to me and say, "I'm thinking of leaving Christianity. I need an answer to this question." And I really hope I listened in my sophomore apologetics class, right, <laughs> and and got all the information that I needed for the task ahead. Yeah. So you're always preparing to always be looking to the future, right, and and considering what God's going to call you to.
1: Yeah. The uh, the the motto of my uh, my alma mater, right? Is that does that apply to college?
0: Yeah, I think that's like the primary way it applies. Oh, okay,
1: I feel like people always <laughs> talk about what their high school. Anyways uh chico state is today decides tomorrow Hmm. and it's a it's a great motto today decides tomorrow your investment today will affect your tomorrow and even like you're saying some of the things we were talking about apply like with the being being a good roommate idea and cleaning up that's preparing you for marriage Hmm. if you can be a gracious good roommate to your like roommates in college then you're preparing yourself to be a fantastic roommate to your one day spouse. Yeah. It's probably the best, the best practice you can get.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So yeah, everything today is going to determine tomorrow. So be sowing those seeds, planning for the future. All right. Well, be an adult, not a kid, college students. Okay. And I will, I promise I will not call you children ever again.